Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. Hello and welcome to this episode of the show. Today I'm going to talk to you about why your team is way more important than your idea. Now here's the thing, a lot of people worry that their idea isn't strong enough. But the truth is, most ideas and businesses fail because the team isn't strong enough. See, when launching a project, the people involved have more impact on your success than the actual idea itself. Yes, I know that's a big statement, but in this episode, I'll explain how I have reached that conclusion. So today I'm going to cover four things. The first is why enlisting a team should be one of the first things that you do. Two, the five-step process for recruiting your launch team. And three, the first person you should hire. And finally, number four, five pitfalls to avoid when building your launch team. So number one, why enlisting a team should be one of the first things that you do. See, the longer I journey in business is the more I realize how crucial people actually are in the growth process. I mean, a great idea might not work if you don't have the right team. And a not so great idea might be a huge success if it's launched by the right team. So, you know, people think that it's the idea they have to have the right idea. And that's not the case because how many times have we seen ideas that are like, oh my gosh, like how is that even a success? For example, Tiffany's selling, you know, a safety pin for thousands or hundreds of pounds, you know what I mean? And you look and you think, how does that even work? How that works is because they have an incredible team behind it. So you can have an idea that isn't fabulous, that is just okay, and it still works because you have the right idea the right people behind it conversely you can have a great idea but because you don't have the right people you know it doesn't work so this year is the year that I actually start building an organization I mean after four years in business only now do I finally feel ready to do that but the truth is I waited too long and I've endured unnecessary unnecessary difficulties as a result I'm a type a personality I was an only child for 18 years so I have what I like to say is only child syndrome so I'm go 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 by myself and then I look up and think oh my gosh I could have had people you know journey with me and and help me along the way so you know I think that I I waited too long to begin to start building my team and I really want to encourage you all in this episode to kind of learn from my mistakes So there are so many benefits to launching with a team. I think people are so crucial that it's my second P in my 6P launch strategy framework. I mean, you know, the collective brain power of smart people is invaluable in the launch process. Just, you know, the process of having a group of people that you can strategize, that you can brainstorm with, the ideas that come up from that collective brain power, like you can't make up, like you can't, you know, it's just invaluable, it's invaluable. The second thing is you keep each other accountable and accountability is so important, especially when 
you're launching a project and you're at the beginning. I like to say when an idea is in its infancy, it's really fragile. It's like when a mother is in the early stages of her pregnancy or when she's pregnant with an idea, with, with a baby rather, you know, she has to be very careful about what she eats, what she drinks, what she surrounds herself with. And, and that's a similar thing when your idea is in its infancy. Like it helps to have people that you're accountable to that can help you nurture that thing that you're birthing so to speak um you know the 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 other virtues of having a team is means that you get to your destination quicker you know many hands make light work we know this and yet there's this narrative in the entrepreneurial space that you know you can be self-made and all of this stuff but actually um, when we look back at our biggest successes, chances are you would have had help along the way. And that's a great thing. It's not a weakness, it's a strength. You also learn faster from that collective brain power and it also fosters creativity. You know, when you're you're in an environment where it's not just you uh, thinking about an idea, but you have a number of, of thinkers, you know, the creativity is much, much increased. So now that we've established that you need a team, how do you go about actually recruiting that team when you are starting out? So I have a five-step process for recruiting your team that I want to share with you. See, your launch team doesn't have to be a lot of people. In fact, it just needs to be one or two. Like you don't need a big team to launch. But here's five tips for actually recruiting those that team and determining who that team should be. So number one, assess your skills requirement. What skills do you need to make your project happen? And so this is why you need to have a clear idea of the scope of your project um, to begin with. So, you know, assess what skills you need to make this launch actually happen. Number two is assess assess which of these skills that you've identified that you have personally. Now be honest with yourself. Again, in the entrepreneurial space, there's this myth that we should do everything at the beginning and we're able to do everything at the beginning. We're actually not. And I'm a firm believer in playing to your strengths. Yes, at the beginning, there will always be things that, you know, aren't your strong suit that you do do. But for the most part, um, you should be looking to get support in the areas that you're weakest in. So like I said, be honest with yourself. Um, don't try and do everything it's a false economy because it's cheaper more often than not to actually find help than it is for you to actually do the work yourself so we tell ourselves that it's cheaper but often when we look at the time we're spending on tasks that aren't revenue generating because we're doing things like you know social media graphics or anything else that may not be our strong suit um it's a false economy so you know look at the things that you can do personally absolutely run with those but then look within your existing network to see who you have that can maybe help you out with the other things that you need other skills that you need that you're not so strong on so you know these people might be want to join you voluntarily uh, maybe for a small fee um, but look within your network because a lot of people will just want to get involved because they resonate with your project so be open to that and explore that and really look at who you already have access to who you're 
already connected to and what sort of mutually beneficial arrangement might be possible. So the next thing, number four is hire for task, not for role. At this point in the journey, you don't need a big time PR manager or PR agency or big marketing director, you know, or technical director. You know, you just need to identify what tasks do you need to be done and hire for the task. It's much cheaper that way and it's much, much more effective. So invest in affordable team members. So if you've looked at your network, if you've looked at yourself and you still feel like, you know what, there's skills that I still need, look at platforms like Upwork and Fiverr where you can get really, really affordable support um, that is task-based and it's probably going to be a lot cheaper than you think to really start off with a team. You don't have to do this all by yourself. So... I mentioned in the intro that I would tell you the first person you should hire. Now, this might surprise you, but um, after years of just reading books and, and seeking advice casually from a range of advisors, last January, that's January 2019, I hired a coach and mentor and it changed everything for me. Like, I feel like in the last six months, the trajectory and, my fa- and the foundation for my business Um, that has been laid really is going to bear fruit for the next 10 years and so you know you hear this often that all the successful people the most successful people have mentors and I didn't really appreciate how crucial this was until this year and just experiencing the difference the right mentor and coach can have so your first hire should absolutely be a coach or a mentor so for me having someone in my life whose sole purpose is to help me get to the next level like that's what your coach and mentor's job is you are paying them to you know be instrumental in getting you to your next level like that's their job Um, and just having someone in your life where that's it like my sole purpose in your life is to help you get to where you want to go it's just such a beautiful thing and and it's invaluable So when you are thinking of investing in a coach, don't think in terms of cost. Think in terms of investment. A good coach might cost you, it could cost you, you know, 10K a year or upwards of that. Um, But if that coach can then, you know, make you six figures or or help you make six figures or multiples of that 10K um, within the 12 months, say that you're working with them, it's more than worth it. But don't be discouraged if that kind of price point just isn't possible for you right now. It wasn't for me either at the beginning. Like, again, look within your men, your network. Who do you have within your network that could possibly fulfill that role in your life? So before I took the leap and actually hired a mentor, um, what I did is I sought advice from people that I respect, people that I admire that were um, within my network and would kind of play that role um, on a voluntary basis so to speak so you know it is possible to get that type of support and not have to pay some mentors don't charge it's just the means of of giving back but you know when you do make that investment uh, there is a commitment on both sides to getting results which is invaluable so the right coach and mentor will absolutely um, accelerate your growth exponentially exponentially so yes it's 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 an amazing thing to actually have a mentor so I would I would say that that should be one of your first hires absolutely 
So the final thing that I want to talk to you about are the five pitfalls to avoid when building your launch team. So the first thing is establish your visions and goals first. You want to have absolute clarity on where you're going or what your vision is before you involve other people because when you involve people too early, it can almost contaminate your vision and before you know it, you know, you're heading in a direction that is someone else's direction that you never intended to be and that tends to happen when you get, um, you know, it's that whole thing of many cooks spoil the broth. So as much as there's value in a team, you have to enlist a team at the right time too early and you can be going in the direction that you never kind of intended to be. So before you establish a team, make sure you're clear on your vision, what your goals are for your business and where you wanna go, what your core purpose is and and all that good stuff before you kind of bring people into the mix. Uh, People can, your team can help you refine your ideas, but they shouldn't really be dictating direction from from that perspective like it's your business you're the owner of it you are the visionary for it and that should always remain true um so number two is don't let a desire to save pounds cost you thousands and you know i've had to learn this the hard way you know telling myself i don't have the budget to to get help or support when actually the time that i wasted like i said um doing things that i shouldn't have been doing uh was just it was a false economy again it was a false economy because if say you can earn 120 pounds an hour or whatever the case may be and you're doing tasks that you could get someone on upwork to do for say 10 to 15 pounds an hour you know it's a no-brainer to get the support you need so you can focus on those income generating tasks number three is stay focused on the actual tasks you need people for not the ones that you'd like to have So when you're looking at what you uh, want or what you need in your business, really look at what is essential because, you know, you're at the beginning of your journey, you know, chances are money isn't kind of flowing, you know, really extremely in extreme abundance at the beginning. So, you know, there's a need for wisdom. And so, you know, hire for the things that aren't, are crucial they're not nice to have essentially or not well you know what I mean not not nice to have but not just nice to have <laughs> so keep the team transient so what I mean by that is um you know you're in a state of change when you're launching something there's so much going on you're in a constant ch- state of change and flux the people that you need in your team today might be quite different to the people you need in six months right now. So you, six months from now. So you need to keep things quite fluid and agile. And that's why I say at this point, hire for task and hire for project. Don't hire for full-time or permanent roles because the business isn't yet uh, steady enough to require that. Um, so yeah, make sure the team is, is, is transient. And finally, don't forget to delegate or you know be open to delegating and i say this because i am terrible i'm getting better i'm getting better but you know it's not something that comes natural to me um but delegate and and share the load is super important and there's people in your space that will be more than willing to help you So that's it. That's it for this episode. And I hope that that kind of gives you an overview of why people and why your team are are way important. Um, 
than your idea and, and hopefully kind of challenges maybe some of the thoughts that you may have had in the area uh, before. But before I close this episode, just a couple of things that I want to tell you. Um, number one is you can download my free launch checklist from bit.ly slash 6p checklist. That's all lowercase. So now if you are not already connected with me on LinkedIn, let's get connected. Simply pop over to LinkedIn and search for Katrina Douglas and you will find me there. I spend uh, time on LinkedIn every day. It's my number one social media channel, pretty much the only social media channel you'll find me on at the moment. I love it and it's a great space for us to connect. And every Wednesday at 1 p.m. I do a LinkedIn live broadcast and I would love to see you there where we can kind of get to know each other a little better and you can pick my brain and ask me anything you like on the area of launching. And finally, um, leaving the best till last, tickets for my annual event, the Legacy Conference, are now available at legacyconference.co.uk. Now, this is the only business conference that teaches you how to launch, and I want your project to be in the 30% that succeeds. And my 6P launch strategy framework, which you'll learn um, across the two days, will enable you to do that. Now, this is a two-day conference. So the first day, you're gonna have some amazing speakers teaching you some core elements of the 6P launch strategy framework. Um, and then on day two, we're gonna mastermind. We're actually gonna put your launch blueprint together. Because I don't know about you, but often when I go to conferences and they're amazing and I hear all these great speakers, I want to get in and do the work immediately. Because often by the time you get home, kind of the momentum is lifted and, you know, you're not as proactive about taking action. So I really wanted to, to provide the space for both. So on day one, you hear the speakers and then on day two, you get to actually apply what you've learned and build out your actual launch blueprint in our mastermind day. So it's gonna be amazing. Um, there are only 40 tickets available and some of those have already been sold. So if you do want to attend and this does resonate, then you'll want to book super early. Um, so once again, uh, the web address for that is legacyconference.co.uk. It takes place on the 4th and 5th of June, 2020 in the heart of central London in the beautiful venue, uh, Asia House. So yes, would love to meet you in person there. So that's it for this episode. But before I leave, I just want you to remember that building a lasting legacy is just one launch away. 